Hey, everybody listening, welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast, technically episode 111. Unfortunately, Tyler and I are stuck in the middle of the BC floods that are happening right now and are just unable to put something together for our episode 111 with Brittlene. Thankfully, she's being awesome and we're going to be back with her in episode 112 next week. We figured the only next best thing to do was to re-release our episode that we did with Camille. Camille is the composer for Grinding Gear Games, does all the music for Path of Exile. We had an incredible chat with him in episode 50, and we are going to re-release that as episode 111. And hopefully we will be back to join you in episode 112. Welcome to Forever Exile, the Path of Exile podcast. I am Justin, aka Tags. And I'm Tyler Recker of Days. And today we are super excited to be joined by the legend, Camille Orman-Janowski, music director and composer at Grinding Gear Games. Camille, welcome to the show. Hey. I got the name right. Glad to be here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it took a little practice. That was perfect. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I actually, before we get into it, because we're obviously super thrilled and a uh, big thank you for joining us and taking some time out of your day. It's only a pleasure on my side. I, uh, I was talking with someone recently about this upcoming conversation and uh, she's a streamer. Her name's Brittany. And I, what she wrote about you like actually blew my mind. And I told her I was going to steal it as an intro for you because just of how well written it was. Plus I wanted to see if I could just make you feel a little uncomfortable right off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this is what she said. She said, there are brilliant composers out there. They know exactly how they want to stack and move sound, but it's even more rare to find a composer who is also a brilliant engineer on top of it. To not only stack and move music, but to go out there and create what's missing from maybe a normal sound palette because it doesn't fit what's in your head. I feel like video game composers have to do this more often than those who may compose more traditional scores. Camille is for video game music, what Nick Johnson is for progressive metal guitar. It's all original, but so hauntingly familiar, like you've heard it before, like you've known it your whole life, and it's perfect. Nothing he's made for anything has ever slightly felt out of place, and it's so impressive. Every theme track is perfectly tailored well i wish that would be true you know <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah it's uh, i mean that's that's great thank you very much for that uh it's a great compliment uh just uh, yeah <laughs> it's probably so far from true does it feel weird knowing that that's what most people think of you though i mean really in the path of exile community uh well I've, i i i'm actually uh very happy how uh POE community, uh, you know, enjoy uh, music, how they always try to comment, uh, you know, uh, send some great feedback. And um, yeah, but at the same time, you know, it's uh, sometimes it's, it feels a bit like a dream. Uh, it's, uh, you know, depend on the on comment. <laughs> this, this, this great uh, compliment. Uh, uh, absolutely. Uh, she hit a bang okay, on. It, it was yeah. perfect. <laughs> Yeah. So how how long you been with GGG or is it Triple G? What do you say? Uh, yeah, triple let, G or go, GGG? Let's go with Triple G. That's a new <laughs> right, uh, level of uh, quality. Triple G. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. So how long you been with them? Uh, so two two years remotely uh, as freelancer from Poland. I guess two years, something like that. And then um, it's five years already uh, here in New Zealand. I would say. Yeah, some, almost five five years. 
So uh, somebody told us that after five years, you're officially a Kiwi. Is that is that a thing down there that uh, you're officially? Oh, no, 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 no. You're not there yet. <laughs> no, I mean, not, not in my case, I would say. Uh, you know, I, I spent most of the time uh, <laughs> in the cave. And uh, obviously, we, uh, we talk a lot with each other and we spent uh, time outside together. Uh, it feels like a big family. But I don't really uh, spend too much time with other people yep. from, from New Zealand to the point that, uh, you know, we've got a multinational team. So uh, pretty much everything is fully understandable. We kind of, uh, I would say, adjust ourselves to each other uh, and we know each other. But then when I go outside and uh, I talk with someone, you know, a, a Kiwi accent is uh, very difficult. Mm-hmm. So I sometimes feel like I'm in a completely different world. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so you mentioned that you were a freelancer with them for two years. What was, yep. what was that process of going from a freelancer composer for them to all of a sudden in, in-house? So there was uh, Act 4. I, I was working on Act 4. And after Act 4, Eric, our uh, creative director, basically told me, you know what? You, you you can come here. Let, let's let's uh, let's uh, move you here so you can you can work uh, with us on daily basis. Uh, better communication, everything. And at the beginning, I was like, "That's a joke, right?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't sure. Uh, and then after after uh, I guess a uh, few minutes, I realized, and you know that the, the whole um, happiness. Uh, I was like, "Yeah, I, I mean, I'm absolutely in." It, it took me it took me uh, at least a few minutes to realize uh, that what that you know means to go to to the very end of the world and uh, work uh, with GDD. Was it a big process to to actually like move down to New Zealand and be able to work there? Yeah, yeah, uh, pretty much. Uh, the, the good thing is because uh, I I'm not very much a hardware guy when it comes to a studio. I I've got most stuff uh, like purely digital, uh, all instruments, uh, virtual instruments, maybe except some, some, some typical stuff. So uh, relocating was pretty much taking uh, hard drives, <laughs> uh, uh, headphones, uh, I don't know, some, some, some very basic things, uh, audio interf- interface. But uh, yeah, I, I think uh, that was difficult because uh, whole visa process, uh, Synchronizing with my with my girlfriend back then, yeah, it was was definitely very challenging. Hmm. Like I I don't think that back then I was fully aware of all difficulties. I was like all in. Uh, yeah, I'm out of here. We're going. <laughs> yeah, and I, I I didn't even I didn't even think about um New Zealand uh, you know per se like like uh you know oh I'm going to Mordor I'm going to Hobbiton <laughs> all that stuff I was like uh. I'm going to to GGG. I was I was completely uh, not aware about uh, all um, uh, good stuff which I which I've, uh, I've got here. Yeah, the focus was more grinding your games and yeah, what yeah. you were going to be doing. Yeah, because that was exciting uh, as a freelancer switching for um, a full time job. Like that was something completely new for me. Where do music and video games fall in line? With each other for you like have you always loved video games and music or did you just kind of fall into video games with your love of music or how, how do they coincide with you 
I think I I am or I at least was a gamer. I mean, I, I'm still here. I, I'm still here. Yeah, I still am. Uh, but uh, I think it started with video games. Uh, the sound, soundtracks, this is the thing which was with me from the very beginning, from like uh, six years old or something, five years old, like uh, listening to Ennio Morricone on, on, on tape. I, I couldn't sleep without that. So uh, <laughs> that was a thing. But... Then I kind of, uh, you know, I was just, you know, playing video games uh, in in uh, in uh, uh, primary school, all that stuff, uh, consoles, PCs, all that stuff. And I guess later, I was actually terrible with music when it comes to, you know, I, I haven't played any instrument. I started very late, 19 years old, I guess. That was the first time when I... Uh, I got my uh, FL studio back then. It was uh, Fruity Loops, and I started just uh, you know putting some some <laughs> some uh, some uh, beats, uh, you know, uh, making some very simple uh, EDM. Yeah. And then the EDM thing actually that was. Uh, but uh, in the meantime, I always uh, I always, I, I've been always uh, a gamer, uh, quite quite. Uh, active like i spend a lot of time on on some some games like like skyrim uh like uh diablo first and second uh what else yeah so the you mentioned a couple games already but as you were growing up because i know you did edm for a bit yeah yeah and then you shifted out of that and got into more the composing yeah 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 the where that was there a specific reason first for that shift well okay so the EDM is quite uh, hmm, limiting, uh, especially if uh, when you have uh, labels which uh, have certain type of uh, requirements. Like I, I was doing uh, trance music mostly, and all that stuff back then. Um, you know, uh, Armin van Buren, Tiesto, all the all those guys uh, ha- had some sort of um, mm, playlists that was very prestigious. And uh, all stuff which you could hear there, you know, that was, that was great, uh, great music, but in the same time, very, uh, you know, full of limits, like uh, it's four on four uh, beat and it needs certain sort of uh, introduction, uh, outro uh, and same type of melodies. You have very limited uh, emotions, which you can expect from that. I wanted to try something different. And also, if you are an EDM producer, you can be a great producer, which I wasn't. The thing is that you also need to be a live person. You, ha- you have to be a DJ. You have to play your stuff, uh, get gigs and all that uh, things, which basically gives you money. <laughs> you right. can't really uh, earn uh, money from... Uh, and, and that was back then. Now it's probably way worse. You can't really earn money from... Uh, that was Beatport, the portal. Uh, there wasn't any Spotify back then. And you can't really get money from MP3, especially if there was so many, uh, you know, illegal copies uh, comparing to the, to the download, downloaded one. So how, how do you switch then from that? Like, how do you go from that to then all of a sudden? That, that was pretty much uh, reckless. I would say I, I, I just uh, started doing different things and I, I got my first orchestra library and uh, I was like, okay, let's, let's try something. And I built a portfolio of like uh, five tracks, which covered uh, like basics. One was pretty much uh, 
epic uh, orchestral stuff. Uh, I would say uh, Dark Knight uh, ripoff, <laughs> something <laughs> like that. Uh, another one was uh, you know, something very, very subtle. And, you know, just to, I was so happy because I, I could cover much more uh, different emotions uh, with that music. And um, I started with some stuff which... Uh, Uh, some indie, completely indie, uh, not non-paid uh, jobs, but I was lucky enough that uh, very quickly I got my first paid job. That was a browser browser game, like a mix of Baldur's Gate and Heroes of Might and Magic. Hmm. Pretty, uh, by the way, my one of my favorite games ever. <laughs> which <laughs> which one? Both Baldur's Gate oh, and okay. uh, Heroes of Might and Magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all time, <laughs> and. Uh, Yeah, since that I, I was uh, I was just I, I kept doing that uh, because uh, there was much more fun. We had we asked a number of people that are patrons for our podcast to throw questions at us that they had for you. So uh, some of these are coming from them as well. But uh, a lot of people, like a lot of people, love to know and want to know more about where your inspiration comes from. Are there specific composers, genres of games, or? You know, like, what is it that tends to be the things that inspire you when it comes to writing? I think there's tons of that stuff. Um, I mean, there are two types of uh, inspiration for me. Like, there's a direct in inspiration, uh, all the references, which I uh, gather and, uh, you know, try to uh, get some ideas about technical stuff, about some, also some, some artistic stuff. But there's a lot of stuff which I... I hear it in my life, uh, or I watch, or whatever, uh, and it's just there. And uh, like all stuff, obvious. That's super obvious. But um, uh, Hans Zimmer, uh, obviously, that's pretty much my hero uh, from very beginning. I remember the The Rock that that movie. Oh yeah, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man, that that sequence of stuff when he. This is oh. like pure adrenaline, but yeah. Uh, yeah. just you know. Uh, To clarify, it's not only Hans Zimmer, it's also Harry Gregson Williams. Those guys, uh, basically for that sort of stuff, I mean, Hans is great in everything, and uh, Harry as well. Just that sort of stuff, they they basically uh, made a movie where music was like a best, uh, you know, a soldier there. It's just pure adrenaline every time, all epic uh, themes and um, very classy, uh, all electronic. Like, I, I love the mix of... Um, symphonic orchestra with electronic stuff. That, that's another uh, reason why I left doing uh, EDM, because uh, I like mixed stuff, completely different stuff, uh, from orchestral to electronic to, to I don't know, metal uh, to um, some ethnic stuff. And based on that, on that preference, I kind of can, you know, uh, can give you names uh, of many different composers who, who basically try to mix that stuff as well. So so definitely Hans is great in that. and uh, Or uh, Junkie XL, Beer McCreary as well. Uh, his score for uh, God of War. This is more like uh, ethnic, uh, mostly symphonic and ethnic, but I love this one so much. Junkie XL and uh, Tyler Bates, uh, all stuff related to 300. Like uh, w when you have some uh, influence from, from Persian Empire, Medes, Greek, uh, you know, all that stuff mixed together uh, with modern elements, uh, that's, that's something which I love. I'm actually kind of curious now just listening to you talk about these. Can you watch a movie and just watch a movie? Or are you like, <laughs> <laughs> is the music the thing? This is, I think the, the 
answer is pretty much the same. Like, uh, like both ways. Like sometimes I turn my uh, mind off uh, for that perspective to not analyze everything, and sometimes I just analyze uh, every single bit of it. Yeah, I, I try. I, I mean, when I'm very hyped on something, I think I don't analyze too much, uh, or maybe even not at all. Like, uh, I think with uh, watching Dark Knight, I was pretty much, uh, like, you know, fun. Like, uh, watching and enjoying uh, without any any uh, stuff. And then after that, uh, I started analyzing. But that was that part which I mentioned, the, the reference part, with when I uh, tried to learn as much as possible. I think this is very much a separate process for me. You mentioned... Um... Might and Magic played Clash of Heroes like crazy. I don't know if you ever played that one. I absolutely loved it. Uh, I see you tweet sometimes uh, some of the games you're playing, and Dark Souls is one of them. I'm I'm liking those ones like crazy. I'm a Dark Souls <laughs> freak. Do you get is it, is it hard to kind of like when you're playing Dark Souls? That's one where the environment and the music and the sound just really tell the story for you, right? There's very little dialogue. Do you get any inspiration from something like Dark Souls? I mean, it wasn't in your original list, which I don't know if I can forgive you for of inspiration, but do you... Uh, well, wait, 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 Having wait, wait, that wait, trilogy wait. span like a decade... Which tweet you 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 mean? Like, <laughs> like there, there was a tweet like my favorite think, five games of this generation, I guess. Oh, nice, nice. And I, one, I'm pretty sure there, there was Dark Souls in that list. I'm almost oh, certain that... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love Dark Souls, so... so it's not... It's not in that list. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. I will say it's in brackets. It's uh, okay. MGSV Phantom uh, Pain so or maybe oh, Dark Souls 3. Uh, it's okay. there. Okay. It's there. Okay. All right. You <laughs> laminated the list with brackets. I get it. There was no, there was a picture of you. You just finished with your character and you just finished beating the, um, the prophet. <laughs> this is going to make me sound bad now. And you're in the cathedral and it's a sweet background. You're just at the boss or pontiff. Uh, yeah. You just beat pontiff. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Do you get any inspiration from that game as well? I personally want to ask because I'm a Dark Souls freak. And it's okay to say no, but we'll just not ask any more questions in any interview. It was a bit, um, not opposite, but I started playing Dark Souls way too late. Like, like I heard about the game. I was fully aware about the mood of that game and how, how much potential this game has for any possible inspiration. But somehow, yeah, I, I had one try uh, where <laughs> I made basically, uh, uh, you know, the very first uh, boss uh, completely destroyed me. Uh, and if, if you have a very little time uh, after work and 30 minutes it, or for 40 minutes, it's not enough to, to enjoy the game like Dark Souls. And it's not enough to actually be like, okay, let's try again and again. And again, it's uh, <laughs> it was like, sorry, sorry, I have to, I have to quit. Uh, and then after, uh, I don't know, like a month or maybe two, I, I tried again this one, this time on the PS4 and on, on the big screen. I was completely relaxed. I was like, okay, I, I can be uh, annoyed by, by first post. I will, I will do my best. <laughs> and annoyed's a good word. Annoyed's a good word for that. I was very careful uh, with every enemy, and uh, and suddenly I defeated the first boss at the first time. At, at this time, uh, this uh, this playthrough. After that, when I got 
to to the to the shrine and I got my first level. Oh my god, I was completely uh, hooked up. Like because uh, that's another thing. Uh, the music, like uh, music in Dark Souls, is absolutely amazing. Uh, but there's not much music at the very beginning because this is not the game where you want music. When you just go go uh, go through um, typical areas, and I, I fully understand that decision. Just uh, I always en- en- enjoy when there is at least a glimpse of something. But, but when I get to the shrine, I just you know <laughs> the, this this piece of music is absolutely amazing. is is beautiful, melancholic, uh, a bit depressive, and that pretty much describe you know the whole mood of the game. And I was I was in. We can, you know, we can go with Dark Souls. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could talk about Dark Souls all day, man. He he could go all day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm all completely day. casual, uh, but uh, <laughs> I finished game, so maybe I'm not that terrible. Ah, <laughs> uh, good for you. Tough, Did you play the first time on PC then, or what was the first time? Yeah, where did yeah, you play on, it? on PC. Keyboard and mouse? No, on that PC? was actually Xbox uh, Pad. Okay. Yeah. But I, I didn't really enjoy. It. I, I just, I just, um, I was all, always a PC gamer. But um, uh, I have to confess that I, I kind of switched for uh, consoles. Uh, well, actually, a number of, I think a number of your top games you picked too. I imagine you were playing those on console. Yeah, 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 yeah. You have, you have chosen correctly. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember the first song you ever composed for Poe? Yeah, <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> I doubt it. <laughs> I mean, okay. Uh, firstly, there was uh, a, a demo. Eric asked me uh, to make a, a demo for for Poe, which it's like uh, you know, like uh, everything and nothing uh, to to just uh, fit fit the general mode, and that w- that was quite terrible and not in the same time because uh, it, it sounded a, a little bit like a tribute to Diablo too. But in the same time, it uh, was more uh, playful, more uh, a, a bit less uh, dark, I would say. And uh, that was the first uh, piece, but it never uh, ever uh, got to the game, I guess. Oh, sorry, I, f- hmm. I think it might be somewhere there in files. <laughs> it's not used. <laughs> and uh, the second uh, piece, which was actually uh, for a specific area, that was Imperial Gardens. Okay. It's still there. I don't like this one. <laughs> you sound so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it mostly because of all technical things. I really, over all these years of, uh, working for POE, I also learned um, how to, you know, compose music, how to mix music, how to produce music other than EDM. I had obviously before experience with other games, but that that was a bit different like really different level and and my expectations their expectations but th- those expectations obviously evolved my expectations were lower uh, and uh, you know a triple g uh, and 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 uh, somehow the this track uh, got to the game uh back then we were happy uh but uh, I don't like it. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> that's, that's cool to hear, though. That's cool to hear. Do you play POE at all, like as a, as a game? Do you just sit down and play it? Or do you have to say yes? No, I don't have... I, I, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, uh, I had a quite a long episode where I completely synced uh, to the game. 
together with Atlas, the first Atlas, you know, getting yeah. to the shaper, that was something. That was still the time when I had a bit more time. It's it's all about uh, free time, to be honest. And I when I when I don't play PoE, it's usually because I try to keep up with uh, some other games, get some different uh, inspiration to just not uh, stack uh, with and you know what I can get from uh, from uh, from PoE. Uh, uh, when there's my music, that's that's something which I really don't want to uh, listen too much. <laughs> so that was actually kind of something we were curious about: is as you're playing, as you're playing, are you muting your own music? Are you listening to the music? Are you? Well, okay. So it's not that bad as I, I, I as I pictured this so far. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> yeah, I've got different. Okay, if I I, I usually test uh, some stuff after uh, release as well just you know because not everything can be fully i can be fully objective about everything because on test server you just uh you just uh, put you know push uh god mode you push uh, super speed uh i mean i try to not do that uh, and i really try to spend some time actually playing because that's very important for getting idea about how long specific track is supposed to be, how it feels. But it's just a different mood when you do this on the test server. When something is released, it's just uh, finished, and uh, I, I play as a player, but in the same time, I try to catch all small things. Maybe I, uh, I could do something better. Maybe I can do something better next time. Uh, you know, maybe something supposed to be more interactive. That's one uh, way of me playing PoE. That's uh, something which I do pretty much all the time. And another thing is when I actually play, when, you know, there's uh, farming, crafting, all that stuff. Uh, I'm terrible at that, but I, I try to do uh, sometimes. I have to confess that um, <laughs> I'm pretty much standard player. <laughs> Yes! Oh, yes! I'm so happy. Oh! It's, it's, oh. all, it's all about time. Uh, some, some... I, I played some some leagues be, because uh, I started with that initial idea of testing stuff, and I completely synced. Uh, Delve, for instance, I, 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 you know, that's the thing. This is a, this is very dangerous uh, for me because I, I have to keep going uh, with, mm-hmm. uh, with music for the new content, and uh, it, it getting addictive. Uh, and I yeah. try try to just just uh, separate uh, as much as possible. The thing is, because I, I'm uh, with GG from almost from the beginning, I tried a lot of content, uh, different content. And, uh, you know, you, you get like a, so that sort of a renaissance uh, and you play more. And sometimes you, you just uh, uh, you just work. Uh, you enjoy all that stuff, but more on the test uh, level where I'm like, OK, like with uh, with Heist, uh, I, haven't, I haven't played a Heist yet. But uh, when we were uh, working on Heist, I was so uh, happy uh, listening to all dialogues, seeing all uh, NPCs, all that stuff. It was pure, pure inspiration. This is sometimes it's only that much as I can enjoy PoE, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wish to, 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 to spend more time. When, when you play on standard, do you have a certain play style or like a go-to build that you like? <laughs> Anything that just fits home that you just go to, you know, for uh, if you don't play that much, 
the best build is that build which really works <laughs> with everything. <laughs> yeah, uh, some sort of cyclone <laughs> or nice. I don't know uh, what else. I was butcher all names, uh, but there is that stuff which basically casts a uh, uh, blizzard uh, when you that uh, ice rain when when you use and like you uh, yeah this this one pretty much uh, with whispering ice right yeah 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 this one yeah yeah and I I had my uh, marauder at first that was at, uh, with Templar and uh, then with this one but that was quite a long time ago I still have this one I don't even know if, the, if that if that's still viable <laughs> <laughs> but the cyclone this is something like uh, with uh, at Siri disfavor uh, counts heart this is something which I use uh, if I want to check mostly um, changes to the end game like let's say we've got new atlas uh, new bosses then because it's ready, it's a 95 level, it's uh, geared up, uh, I, can, I can just jump and, and start testing. Without, you know, without sinking, without that, uh, <laughs> I would say, delirium, you know, <laughs> to, 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 to yeah. getting uh, to, 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 to master that. I'm, I'm, uh, my problem is that I, I get too competitive uh, w- uh, with games, so I try to not uh, be involved too much. Uh, that that that's that kind of explain my list of my favorite games of the generation because they are pretty much mostly single player player games. <laughs> yeah. So you were not an invader in Dark Souls, or was the competitive side of you always invading other people and trying to crush their souls? <sighs> yeah. When I when I saw first inv- invader, I was like. Oh no! Again, uh, <laughs> I, will have to, I will have to go to their realm and uh, kick their ass. <laughs> I mean, no. I, to be honest, no, not really. I try to I try. I tried to avoid it, but I was so annoyed by uh, invaders. <laughs> yes, because I wanted yeah. to use that uh, ember uh, all the time. Yep. Yeah, that's when they kick them out, right? Because mm. there's one you can kick them out. I was terrible. Wow. <laughs> so there is that place I don't remember the name of it but you've got like uh, swamps and the big crabs yeah yeah fair and keep yeah around that stuff uh, and the one before I guess anyway uh, and where, where you meet uh, mm, the dark night <laughs> what's the name of that that that, that night the yeah dark... those big ones that are from yeah. the previous games Dark yeah. Souls 1 yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so so that was the f- place where I uh, died so many times uh, fighting with invaders you know completely I was lost in in that in that uh, between those trees and uh, on that swamp and I was happy okay I I I I defeated this one this guy and then the giant the giant (laughs) crab uh, suddenly appeared and I'm done (laughs) (laughs) that's awesome Uh, that's cool do you work on other games now like now that you're working for triple g uh do you still outsource like do you still do anything outside of POV? i do some stuff but i don't really have uh too much time uh to be honest especially lately so it's usually some small things maybe trailers some some projects which uh size wise are uh, very small comparing to the to the poe uh, amount of music uh. With with PoE, of course, it has certain themes and elements based on the world that PoE is in. Does from a musician's standpoint, does making music for PoE scratch all of your 
musician itches, you know what I mean? Like all the different styles or things that you want to do, or do you have to uh, create stuff on the side just for fun, just so that you're not always doing the same style of thing? Is there enough variety in the game for you? Absolutely. Uh, that that's uh, sometimes I feel like uh, it's a bit of a problem. I mean, in a good way. Just just uh, it's challenging because the game is massive. It has a lot of themes, uh, a lot of uh, different uh, influences from different cultures, different uh, different expansions, different leagues. Especially uh, lately with leagues, when we tried, you know, really different stuff. Uh, it just uh, it's challenging. In the same time, I I never felt bored because of the new content. Like, uh, mm. right before I get information about new league, I, I, I feel like, oh, another league. And then I got information. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I've got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> let's go, awesome. let's go with this one. Like, like with Heist, for instance. Cool. Are there certain types of like stories or things that they tell you about atmospheres or whatever that get you more hyped? Like, is there something that makes you more excited than others? I don't want to really say what what is uh, what hyped me more or what less. I mean, I mean, uh, the way how I work, I I I do I just do research. It it wasn't like this all um, from the beginning, but since I work uh, more like a music director, it's more like um, that sort of uh, a musical inquisition, and I uh, you know go around and uh, try to bother people and give me some information. <laughs> and uh, the thing is that yeah I, I spend a lot of time uh, talking with uh, other guys uh, how certain things can be done about story about mechanics um, I check uh, the, like the first line probably is uh, concept art my one of my favorite beside typical concept art we have something which is, I would say it's pretty much the same, just it's more detailed. Like imagine it's a mood paint, I, w- uh, I would say, uh, where you've got a, how certain location can look like, not, you know, not like, like a picture of, the, of, I don't know, let's say temple or something. It's more like uh, exact, exactly how it could look like at the end. Hmm. And... This is something which is extremely inspiring. And this is something which basically gives me like a 50, 60% of, of what I need to know. Oh, wow. Wow. Because I'm hmm. like different composers have different approach. Uh, sometimes it's uh, more focused on story. Sometimes it's more focused on um, environment. And also, the, of course, it depends on, on the game. For me, I love POE story. And I always uh, like to get involved in all that stuff. But the final, like something which has the, the biggest impact is uh, environment. Because it described, uh, for me, it described all culture influences. It described uh, pretty much like uh, what type, is it day or night? Uh, you know, uh, sunset or something. Is it uh, rainy or it's uh, like a perfect weather? All that stuff, it's super important for me because, um, I don't know, just, just f- for, for me, it basically uh, described uh, a lot of, 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 of that mood. And if it's indoor or outdoor, this is extremely important. How, how, how big the space is? Is it, uh, if it's a temple, if it's a small chamber, if it's uh, open, uh, you know, I don't know, let's say some, some planes or something. 
That's cool. I always picture you sometimes just like taking a break from all of it, just like turning the lights out, turning on your disco ball at the top of your office there and just having a good 20 minute dance out. (laughs) (laughs) I think with that, uh, with that EDM, um, (laughs) that was like, like episode when I was very technical about that stuff. Uh, I wouldn't say I was like, okay, I I want to make EDM because I, I love dancing. It was, it was always like when I was uh, somewhere in, uh, some sort of discotheque, I was like, okay, everyone uh, were dancing and I was watching DJ, you know, checking. Yeah. Like, that's 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 kind of my my approach in this case. <laughs> do you work much on the weekends or do you guys pretty much stick um, to the Monday to Friday? It depends. Um, I like working on, on the weekends because uh, it's very quiet. <laughs> I mean, it, oh, yeah, it, it yeah. pretty much depends on the weather. Like, if the weather is terrible, like today, then... It's uh, it's the best time. Like when it's rainy, I feel more inspired because I don't mm. feel that pressure. That uh, okay, it, it's or... sunny, it's uh, spring, it's New Zealand. Come on, let's go, let's do something. It's uh, yeah, it's just easier easier for me to work uh, if I'm not aware of of, um, of great weather. Is there is are you guys still in like a lockdown type no. thing in New Zealand? Like what's mm. the situation? Not at all. It's, you know, we've got those four levels and we basically got to the level two again. Uh, that level two, it's pretty much all about uh, gathering a restriction. It's 50 yep. people, I guess. Right. But, well, it, well we are lucky, uh, very lucky of uh, the numbers. And, and even if there's something going on uh, again badly, it's still not as bad as, uh, you know, uh, in other mm. places, but I think the reaction is very positive. It's very fast. We basically limit uh, everything very quickly uh, to the point that uh, it's easier to track, easier to to prevent, easier to just completely separate. Did you have to work at home as well when the everyone went into lockdown? Yeah, twice, twice. That's the story about those uh, headphones. <laughs> Because I don't, I don't, oh, yeah, 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 right. I don't yeah, trust yeah. my, uh, uh, you know, my bedroom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> That's awesome. You're good for like, we're, we're only about like 1% done. You're okay with that? <laughs> yeah. The, the good. 99%, okay. I guess it will be uh, Dark Souls continue. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> hey, I'm on board. I'm on board. Yeah. Freaking love that. How many people are a part of your music team? Do you, do you call it a music team? Is it like a one-man Rambo show, or are there a bunch yeah. of you? Or oh, <laughs> I, oh, I mean, you're like 007. Good for you. Uh, it's pretty much uh, me, uh, to be honest. <laughs> oh, that's cool. So, do you call yourself the music department? Yeah, that's actually a bit uh, weird. Uh, you know, <laughs> being a music director and being being a composer in the same time, and just you know, <laughs> I, I can't really give myself a feedback. I mean, I, I write feedback. <laughs> I do. <laughs> but then everything goes to uh, our creative director. But it's uh, okay. more about um, general overview, uh, if the direction goes well, if the progress w- goes well. But those all small details and planning, all that stuff, uh, yeah, it's pretty much me. And then I I, I try to execute that <laughs> as, as best as, as possible. <laughs> Is there like a, like, is it often where something you're writing is not getting into the game? Mm, I mean, sometimes I just, you know, I made a few, uh, tr- tr- a few versions which c- 
couldn't be there because just didn't fit at all. And sometimes that decision, you know, sometimes I eliminate, pre-eliminate that stuff at the very beginning because before I even uh, send this to 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 Eric. And sometimes uh, just just uh, you know, we both don't like something, or Eric don't like something, doesn't like something, and that's pretty much how it, how how it works. And but I always try. Uh, the more I work uh, here, the more uh, you know I know what. Uh, what we need and uh, what I can expect from uh, feedback. So uh, I I can I can uh, reject a lot of uh, versions at the begin at the beginning before I even start doing the specific thing before I start any polishing any any stuff like this. And it it ha- it, it happens. Uh, I'm not sure why often. I don't know. It it depend depend on uh, on the content. Sometimes it just straight away. Sometimes. Like I, I can tell you that for PoE two, I'm much more careful because uh, I really try to uh, tie up all stuff when it comes to the macro scale. Like this is pretty much part of my job, uh, making sure that that the, for the macro scale everything works. Uh, so even if something a specific track might be actually okay. It's you know, expectations uh, expectations are uh, bigger and uh, you know it's it's better to start over again than uh, keep pushing. I I I I had situation where I was completely not happy with something, but I somehow I kept uh, pushing, and that was a big mistake because uh, many times uh, after the initial sketch, when I start over again, I suddenly have something way better. Uh, I don't even know why. Like uh, hmm. uh, I think the Legion track is a good example. It it wasn't the first uh, version, but uh, then when I uh, started uh, again uh, with the actual one, which you heard, is uh, it was like uh, three days and I was done this one. Hmm. Wow! Be- because of this time, things triggered as uh, as they uh, supposed to, and previously I spent I don't know week. On a sketch which uh, never ever uh, got to the game, hmm. it was way slower, completely different uh, pro- approach. Sometimes it just clicks. Yeah. How how much of the you referenced it a little bit, but how much of the story of the lore do you know before you start? Is that like is the story completely done by the time you get it and use it as your inspiration, or is it only partially done and you have the overall arch? It depends on content, like uh, all. Big expansions and uh, you know PoE two and before Fall of Oriaf, uh, then uh, Act Four, all that stuff. I'm very careful. I, I always try to get as much uh, information as possible and know the lore. We have a lot, a lot of uh, discussion about the lore. I'm not that well informed as uh, some other uh, people, obviously, but um, I try to participate in that stuff as much as possible, even if something is pretty much a small detail, which uh, probably has no influence on, 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 on the content, uh, which I supposed to make. You did, uh, they, they did the POE two video for you where you talked about the music in POE two and just listening to some of the things you talked about, like uh, it baffled me a little bit about the idea of, you know, you having an image of a cathedral or an image of an area and that you can just start to 
right. You can start to compose. Is that normal to be able, like, is that often where you're going, okay, here's a picture. I can, I can just like, I got this. I'll, I'll figure this one out. Or it like, is that normal for you to just have a little bit of input visually and to be able to just totally put yourself in that spot and hear the noise? I, I believe this is not something uh, extraordinary because this is something which uh, is required from composers, at least on the, mm, I don't know, on a certain level where you have to be able to, I don't want to say force inspiration, but sometimes you have to force inspiration. You have to be able to create something uh, very quickly based on script, based on, on a few pictures and uh, and uh, start a way that, that you see a certain type of environment and you know, okay, let's maybe let's use a good example from PoE uh, to in Act 1, what, what you guys uh, what you guys seen on on that video so that uh, cathedral let's call it cathedral or maybe do let's go with that crypt yep pretty much uh based on what i what i what i saw on on the mm, artwork uh, artwork at the beginning i knew it, it's gonna be it's gonna be colder it's gonna be dark it's uh all those uh things feelings uh, and emotions with which that environment uh, basically implicated you you as composer supposed to know what type of tools you need then beside those um, obvious ones because you you want to have something unique you try to go outside of the box but you it's like you need to know certain rules what is good what is safe solution it's good to start with safe solution and then uh, keep changing that to the point when it's when it feels unique so those safe solutions this is something which like every composer supposed to supposed to be able to to achieve relatively quickly when uh see uh any 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 uh, you know references uh, yeah i would say that's extraordinary <laughs> <laughs> i get my head can't wrap around you know that maybe it's, maybe it's just me because i i tend to watch a lot of uh uh, and listen a lot of podcasts with uh, other composers. Uh, I think it's just uh, part of that that job. It it became more difficult, definitely, because of uh, time, because of uh, different medium, uh, interactive content. That's another thing. Uh, when the music's supposed to be more interactive, uh, how to plan that stuff, uh, and how quickly you can you can get to the point where you can actually start work based on on certain uh, premises. Yeah, that's. Like I I I don't know if it, maybe it sounds a bit uh, extraordinary. It's amazing to us. It's amazing. It does to us, sound that's for sure. <laughs> Do you have to kind of gauge which like I don't know the proper terms. Is calling them tracks okay? Like music sections. I don't know. What, what do I call like? When you go from one area to a, to another, do you mm. have to when you're making the music plan? Okay, like. This one's getting more like this is the intro to the area. This next section after this door is going to be a little bit more intense. Do you have to plan it that way? Or is it somebody else that takes your tracks that you've written for the environments and then throws it in in their discretion? Mm, actually, I implement everything on, on my own. The different thing is uh, with uh, hooking up that stuff. Sometimes uh, it's me. Sometimes programmers or designers helps me with that. Depend on, on which tools we use. But pretty much... This is something which I uh, have to do, and I have to keep that in mind every time I do new content. I think Heist is a good league to to um, talk more about 
elements like this because PoE is, is still a bit old-fashioned when it comes to the music approach. I mean, like, like in Diablo 2, the idea, back then that was limitation because music was streamed uh, from CD. So you basically, uh, you had like a one track per, per uh, zone and it was just uh, looped and uh, pretty much it, but the pre- there was much more pressure on the music itself. Music supposed to be. We we all know how great the music from Diablo Two is, but today we've got uh, different tools. Uh, we can do much more, and the heist is good good example because uh, we've got uh, alert level. It's uh, value from zero to one hundred, and the way how I set up uh, that uh, that music is there are three different modular uh, mod- modules of of uh, music uh, cues which play one after another, depend on the alert level. So up to one third, you've got the first uh, segment played on, on loop. Then when you hit the certain uh, threshold, then you get to another one and then to another one. And then finally, when you hit uh, 100%, you've got a uh, transition, you've got that countdown and then uh, uh, there's another one, uh, another segment and then it switched to the uh, alarm uh, part. The terrifying yeah. one. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. Uh, I, I wonder if... if well, it, just, it gets you amped up. Yeah, it definitely yeah. <laughs> gets you going. I, I tried to make it more uh, playful a bit. <laughs> I mean, it's like... Yeah, I think uh, this leak uh, is a bit different. It's definitely not that dark. Uh, it's more like... I think the first word which uh, comes to my mind was, okay, let's make it badass. Yeah. Yeah, which it totally is, yep. Are there certain environments that are hard to write for? Like, are there certain elements that you just don't click with and you have to force your inspiration, like you said? That's actually tricky because I noticed that sometimes I love environment from the very beginning. and I like the theme of it. And, sudden, and how, somehow I can't really find the perfect language uh, for that. And then uh, there is uh, something which I... Mm, do I really have to? <laughs> and and then suddenly it clicked, and I, I I not only start liking this place more, but I, also I came up with something which is pretty much better than uh, what I did for something which I I, I initially uh, liked more. So yeah, I, I I don't know if I have anything which I like less. Uh, maybe, okay, like it's a wrong word. I mean something which makes uh, more trouble. For me, troubles comes uh, when uh, there's certain uh, stage of, of uh, a certain phase of production where I have to finish music. <laughs> like starting the music is uh, usually easy. I mean, not, not always easy, but sometimes I can stack with certain uh, ideas. But when it comes to the um, finishing, polishing, this gets less uh, artistic, uh, less, it's more about. Uh, full focus uh, for a certain uh, amount of time uh, when you have to be for, fully objective about your own work yeah that's that's probably what what uh, what is difficult not not any specific location so in terms of the release schedule and you know kind of crunch time right yeah you're, you're releasing stuff every three months when's your crunch time like you know for example qa like they're just like pushing it right until like the very last minute mm-hmm. and then also after release do you have a different 
different pressure of crunch time that you have to be finished absolutely everything before everyone else gets to touch on it? Or do you have the same end time? I try to crunch a bit all the time. <laughs> just I try to just stretch everything uh, in time as much as possible. This is very tricky because uh, the best way to achieve a perfect results of music is to have a full picture of something and be aware of every single aspect. But it's not possible. I mean, it is possible, but that would make me not work for uh, most of the time. And then at the end, I would probably kill myself. <laughs> so uh, the way how I, I, I deal with that stuff, it's pretty much, uh, I just, as I said, I, I do my inquisition thing and uh, I try to get as much information as I can, start as early as possible and keep that dialogue uh, with, uh, you know, environment artists, um, creative director, uh, with Mark, who is uh, uh, our content lead, uh, about all mechanics, because that's also very important. Uh, you can uh, hit the right mood, but the music actually is not functional at all. It's tr tricky because uh, sometimes you just get certain information after time. And yeah, by the way, uh, this is like, well, again, about the splitting content, when you have a good big content, there's much more time to, to actually get idea earlier what, what we're supposed to achieve. With the, with the leak content, it's more tricky because the, the, the length of the, of the production, uh, production cycle, it's, uh, you know, three months or something. It's, it's just uh, many things, uh, you know, appears uh, quite late for me. So I have to kind of like uh, intercept certain um, ideas before I find a good interpretation and make something which allows me to be more flexible, to mm. basically avoid um, crunching at the end. Also, to mm. be honest, I, wouldn't, I, I think I couldn't really wait too long with starting with the new content because that, that's like when the, the, there is a crunch time and... Is that the production uh, you know, or polishing or mixing all that stuff, which is a bit annoying. Then when I get information about the new league or the new content, it's pretty much a Christmas. It's, it's all about inspiration. And uh, I, I, I think I couldn't really wait uh, that long. Just sort of bouncing off what you were saying, uh, does that become an additional struggle right now while you're also working on PoE2 plus you have new leagues? Like, is that easy to keep them separate? Because I assume... They haven't brought anybody new in to start working on PoE two, which means I think you can like uh, you can always complain about the amount of stuff which you supposed to do, but I'm pretty sure that based on standards, it's not that much. Also, with PoE two, mm, how to say to not give away? To it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's just us here. Yeah, yeah. No one else <laughs> gonna hear this. I, hmm. I mean, uh, PoE2 uh, gives me more time to actually try things and, and also to enjoy making uh, music for that. It just, yeah, I mean, it's, it's not like I, I, I don't like uh, leak content. I love leak content. It just, uh, it's, uh, PoE2 is less tricky for me. It's, it's like something which you, which you cook slowly, carefully uh, to make it perfect. That's awesome. I mean, the, the thing about the PoE, the PoE in general, 
from one hand I work on all, on PoE one, PoE two, but it's not the game which require it's not the type of game which requires the most of all the music. Like it's not that dem- demanding, I would say. Hmm. And also, you, you know, you have to keep up with standards. You have to you have to be faster and better all the time. In uh, in that same, I think it was in that same video you talked about boss fights more referencing towards poe2 but i'm curious just across poe1 and upcoming poe2 do you prefer writing and composing for like an area or a an environment or more for a boss fight like is there is there a preference for you do you enjoy one more than the I other i need both <laughs> i need yeah. both because uh one is a cure for another like uh, when you when you spend uh, too much time on boss fights obviously uh it's more intense uh uh you need to you need to have a break you need to relax and uh even if the location is quite scary it's still a different approach to the, to the music and then vice versa if you go for something slower you might get a little bit bored uh sometimes so it's good to pump up uh, adrenaline uh, with bosses and i really like to that's actually again that's a part of my job to plan that uh production the way that I can, you know, like imagine that you bake uh, something, you bake a lot of things together, uh, a bit here, a bit, a bit that, a, uh, a bit here, a bit, a bit there. You need to uh, switch. Even uh, during the one day of working, uh, it's good to like do some work on the boss fight and then switch for the regular uh, area to just uh, relax or opposite. So you talked about, well, we won't bug you about PoE2 too much, but uh, you talked <laughs> yes, about, we will. yes, we will. Like, you know, being able to take your time and some things are a little bit slower, but are there certain types of instruments that you like to experiment with, whether that is in current stuff or been past stuff you've done or even upcoming stuff? Like, is there something that sort of just seems fun to experiment yeah, with I when it comes everything. to that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so since uh, Belly of the Beast uh, in Act 4, I really started experimenting experimenting more with uh, different weird, bizarre sounding guitars with a lot of uh, mm-hmm. echo effects, reverb. Plus, yeah, this this is something which I love. Try things with electronic stuff. This is uh, kind of my, uh, you know, a legacy. <laughs> so sometimes uh, you mm-hmm. can maybe hear some trancey elements or some EDM approach, <laughs> perhaps. Like uh, with the latest mystery box. Oh, so good. I, I don't know if, if you hear the, if you've uh, found those uh, certain uh, things, uh, elements or uh, solutions which which are there and might be a bit EDM kind of like. <laughs> I, I don't know how you do what you do with those mystery box ones, but it always costs me money. <laughs> <laughs> always. <laughs> it's, it's the hype from the video that it gets every time I watch it. I'm like, I don't know. He's going to send you his bill. That's, yeah. <laughs> I still have the carnival mystery box playing in my hideout. Ew, oh, the, awesome. with mystery boxes, this is pretty much something which uh, it's cool because uh, I can ex- experiment more. Mm. Those, uh, you know, all those those skins are also, you know, many times different. Uh, so, so I can I can just completely go crazy with uh, certain things as long as it kind of fits to general idea of uh, POE music and. You know, go with uh, go along with certain way how a music in trailer is supposed to sounds. But uh, regarding uh, all experiments, 
all ethnic stuff, but also with orchestral stuff. I like to do, um, let's say I uh, have a certain part of the brass sound and I start to completely, uh, you know, manipulate with that, uh, bend the whole thing down uh, or completely pitch down by two octaves to make it uh, sounds completely low or, or different. Or I can do that with any other in instruments. And plus a lot of echo mm, effect and some, some distortion. Like everything is good as long as the final results pretty much fits to the sonically fits to the um, to the track because uh, like i i don't uh, i don't think about any limitation okay this doesn't work because uh cult culture wise it's from different place Com i completely ignore something like that uh, as long as the final results fits together and uh, when you listen to that stuff and you see the picture you feel okay that makes sense i don't know what it is but it makes sense and blend together with uh, other uh, other uh, instruments. Uh, usually, the, those orchestral ones, those which are, you know, what you might expect: typical electric guitar, uh, bass guitar, uh, drum set, or something. I personally absolutely love your track, all of them, but your tracks with vocals always just stand out to me. I just love them, like the Act Five in Gammon, for example, with the singing. I love it. How is I think it, they do such a good job because a lot of the times people don't realize like it's just perfectly intertwined with the music that they don't realize there's singing or vocals with it. How how many of your tracks have vocals? Is it a large or small percentage? Actually, not many. Uh, the, the the reason for that is, you know, POE players spend a lot of time in hideouts in towns and. Especially uh, when, when when we talk about those places when when you pretty much when, uh, the safe zones, and going with vocal, if it's something uh, quite prominent, something on 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 the front, this is something uh, quite risky because at the first time might might sound uh, okay. That sounds cool. It's uh, it has uh, its own theme and uh, it's vocal. The voice is beautiful or something, but then when you hear that uh, many times, vocals can be more annoying and based on my experience with the poe like with act four uh in highgate i read some comments that pe people were uh annoyed by by that vocal some some people love it but some people uh didn't like it uh, not from the beginning but after time so this that's probably that's another tricky point to consider very long playtime this is something yeah. which uh uh, our creative director pretty much um, kept uh, reminding me all the time because, you know, you can uh, can have something which sounds uh, cool at the beginning, but after 1,000 hours. <laughs> 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 and uh, it's, yeah. it, it's uh, I, I understand that people mute music after time. It's absolutely understandable. The, my role is basically make sure that you will mute that music very late, that you will keep playing uh, as long as possible and then you will you will keep getting back uh and uh unmuting that stuff that's that's pretty much the the goal because this is a, a game as i said long term music is always something uh which uh, can be boring very quickly now POE is obviously not pc anymore it's on two consoles mo mobile as well does 
what you do with music in the game have do you have to change anything based on the platform or can you just do what you do and then it just gets applied blindly so mobile is a is a different project uh, but uh, what you've got on consoles uh, you've got pretty much the same like i i don't know if i no uh, probably probably not even a bit different uh, musically i think so yeah once tracks are in the game like is it often that you're I don't know if maybe you're not happy with it or you want to make changes to it. Do you do that often? So again, when there is a uh, long-term content like PoE2, I try to put something in the game quite quite quickly. So, it, you know, it, it not only me, but other people can actually hear that stuff in the game then. And it feels like, oh, yeah, this track is probably fine, but it's too short or, or something like that. Or it's completely terrible, let's change that stuff. Um, that's uh, one thing, yeah. And sometimes I f- feel like, uh, okay, let's. Uh, it's pretty much uh, I'm done with this track. But then, after you know, a few days, or sometimes, uh, you know, we release content, and like you know that that uh, Imperial Garden, uh, the fir- my first track, which I mentioned, I definitely don't feel this track uh, right now there. But back then, I was happy. I mean, yeah, pretty much happy. Are there any tracks that have like a deep personal meaning to you? Or do you kind of separate, um, I don't know, personal influence from professional influence? Let me think about that. As I said, I, I don't really like to listen to my own music, but with certain pieces, things maybe not change, but uh, I kind of smile when I hear those uh, that, that stuff. I think uh, Legion is one of them. Blight theme. Uh, I don't know if if that has personal ingredients uh, there. I, that's actually an interesting question. I would have to probably go uh, over all these over two hundred <laughs> tracks and find <laughs> which which one. You know. So you'll get back to us. <laughs> yeah. You know, probably. Back then, when I was making something and I had some situation in my life, personal life, you know, somehow somehow impacted that 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 uh, uh, music. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's it's more like some in uh, with soundtracks. Uh, I just feel I feel more exciting uh, and that sort of a grand uh, plan or something. <laughs> I would say, mm-hmm. like when I was working on, on Elder. Uh, I was super hyped, super exci- excited. In general, I think uh, uh, stuff related to the Atlas. It, it just it, because you know it's it's an end game. It's super. It 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 gets more important. You don't want a boring, terrible track at the very end when you fight a final boss. Right. It's just uh, it's, this is something which sometimes drives drives me crazy. Uh, if the game has a great music, but the final encounter is somehow. I don't know, forgettable. Yes, yeah, and good. that's uh, why I love the <laughs> Dark Souls because, uh, um, like, even with very first encounter, the very first boss has uh, absolutely amazing music, and um, uh, everything is very memorable. Like fight with yeah. those uh, with twin uh, twin brothers. Uh, what's the name? Lotr Lotric. Oh, the princes. Yeah, princess. Uh, princess. Oh, yeah, Lotric. Don't even get me started on the first fifty times I tried that. Yeah. Fight. But the, the, the thing is, the music there, so mel- melancholic, uh, absolutely amazing. And I, I feel responsible. I feel uh, 
obligated that to 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 bring something mem- memorable uh for the final boss fights and elder was like oh that's the ultimate um you know enemy yeah i think you definitely did that for quite a few of them too if we go back four years you did a uh, written interview i think it was and you had mentioned that uh, the solaris mystery box was one of your favorite things that you had composed we actually use that for after dark uh for the after dark version of our podcast uh is that still one of your f- more favorite um i like uh, solaris theme uh, solaris and lunaris theme i don't know probably because uh those two you know when you have a goddess you you want to put, put, portray uh her by uh having something which is um beautiful uh kind of eternal uh but in the same time quite you know terrifying so and i just like those sort of uh, emotions the sort of feelings yeah and p- probably but the solaris mystery box that's actually a, a bit tricky situation because this track was reuse this we we supposed to had um second uh, ascendancy trailer and uh oh it didn't make up uh, uh i mean this this track was just uh, used for solaris mystery box i wasn't uh, here in new zealand back then i guess yet or maybe i was and it, it was used uh, in mystery box and i that was my first introduction to mystery boxes i didn't even know oh. about uh, using this one and you know eric uh, sent me a link to the released uh, published uh, solaris mystery box and uh, he was like the comments are pretty good <laughs> and <laughs> they're really good <laughs> and I, I, i started uh reading and uh yeah i was so grateful and uh it was amazing and then i i, I realized that uh what if i can actually find a place for this track somewhere in the game but not uh, not by forcing it uh, in any way it was in uh you know in my weight room i've got pretty big weight room <laughs> and after time i felt like those few notes because there's that instrument which is pretty much um i guess persian instrument uh, but a synthetic version of it those few notes uh, basically f- felt like yeah that's 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 it and then i started writing something more uh, complex for both solaris and Lun- Lun- lunaris so it's more like a dialogue between them wow that's cool and uh, i like this theme to the point that uh, with a new mystery box uh, came out that did, did all the information about new mystery box i was like yeah let's do this again just let's uh, take it to, to another level so it's funny because you're talking about solaris and lunaris and it being a beautiful like thought or what you know in your head that's what's going on and then minutes ago or at half an hour i don't even know if time's like stopped for me but uh we were talking about like a crypt and we're talking about outside and bosses like do you find like to create the diversity and stuff between all these tracks but yet keep the path of exile overtone still path of exile is it hard yeah, to like bounce yeah, between yeah, them i mean yeah with that amount of content it's quite difficult i think there are certain like theme wise mostly theme wise and the fact that there's not many rules about uh, using instruments also became a rule <laughs> like uh, <laughs> i mean okay there are certain um premises which basically define almost every single piece like i love to overuse reverb and echo 
uh, to the point that it's it became like another instrument. Like I, like you, you can you can you can um, hear music from uh, some other games where music feels like it's uh, right on front of you. And here I always try to put that stuff more on the distance because uh, of the perspective. Uh, it's not a first-person shooter, right? Right. <laughs> and um, that's the one I think uh, which kind of defines music in PoE. Another, which is not another something uh, you know unique, but uh, when you go with all of those premises, uh, it be- become a, a certain plan how to how to deal with uh, another track. And another thing is uh, experimentation with uh, some guitars. Like nothing, oh, I, I don't really like to put something which sounds like specific genre of music. So I make stuff, uh, all these experiments with guitars, with a lot of echo, all that stuff, basically supposed to sound like some, let's say, mid-east uh, instrument, Pers- Persian Empire, whatever. It just... Um, uh, follows uh, certain patterns and uh, c- culture-wise, POE has some uh, certain influences. Of course, it depends on the region. But we we have uh, we have some Maori, we have uh, mm-hmm. we have Templars, we uh, we have um, what else? You know, Val Empire. All that stuff. It's uh, actually interesting how to find something common between all of them. Right. Maybe, you know, some industrial elements, but in the same time, a lot of pressure on the ethnic instruments. Sometimes, like, like there's always that rotation. It's never like pure orchestral, pure, um, you know, metal kind of sound, pure uh, ethnic to the point that it fits uh, to the specific region. It's always like a mixed rotation. I don't know. I've, I also think I, I kind of developed some signature sounds maybe over time. Because mm-hmm. you you can't really uh, have everything different all the time, and themes. I think that's the, the that's the final uh, way to to get everything together in a macro uh, scale. You've got the main theme, mm. and you've got the different uh, variation of that theme, which became its own. Uh, like like uh, when you think about the Falafaria theme, the main theme, uh, then you've got uh, Templar's theme, which. Uh, kind of correspond to this one. It's a bit different. It's uh, longer. It's, uh, but at the same time, it, it corresponds to that, that one. And I've got my c- certain scales uh, which I operate. I, I tend to write on, on D. Uh, I don't know. It's just uh, some things which became like uh, part of my palette over all these years. Uh, so you can hear that maybe it's uh, consistent. I hope so. And the tools which I use. That's awesome. Uh, how closely tied to sound effects are you? Uh, I would say that every single piece of music has a certain degree of uh, sound effects involvement. You know, when you have a percussive elements, and even uh, melodic elements, it just uh, uh, sometimes they came out from something which is supposed to be sound effects per se, like clock. That's a good example. Well, I use the sounds which... Uh, didn't necessary, you know, they weren't designed to be an uh, instrument uh, per se. But uh, I found I found that uh, actually cool to to just uh, uh, use it as the instrument, uh, percussive instrument, and uh, line up together with other percussive uh, per- percussion. 
that clock specific was to heist too, wasn't it? Didn't I think so? You yeah, mentioned yeah. that, yeah. So uh, there's a lot of uh, sound effects. Like, okay, so uh, when I talk with Kane, our audio lead, uh, and he's doing, uh, he he does his job, uh, and I I do my job. Uh, we have we have some sort of a middle ground. It's uh, usually ambience, um, and but sometimes we discuss uh, what exactly supposed to be a sound effect effects or uh, what exactly supposed to be part of the music uh, there are some certain um situation like like I've, i i don't remember if we discussed this one about the alarm sound probably that was quite obvious that he will he would uh take care of that but sometimes there is something which which might be quite quite uh between hmm. and we just we just find a perfect uh, solution That's cool. I, the most excited purchase that I've ever made in my Path of Exile history is the music, hideout music box. I freaking love that thing. It is so cool. And I, I go through it and I always want to switch my stuff. I always want to switch my stuff and find it. I'm always like epic. And so anyway, who chooses who go, what music goes in there? Hmm. You guys. <laughs> I mean, uh, no, no, really? no, oh, no, okay. no. You, well, you mean uh, okay? <laughs> you, mean I'm in, I'm in. you mean selection? Well, when it comes to the selection, uh, I think POV is a good example of game where players have uh, access to almost every, almost every single piece of music, uh, which was somewhere. But it's not really a case in other games, and there are certain things which just doesn't make sense to be there like i don't know like every single trailer or something and there are a lot of duplicates uh, like chaos uh, and order mystery box which uh, i guess yeah it became later a very uh, very uh, straight inspiration for the kitava in act 10 almost it is almost the same mm. track so okay. uh, you like there's not You, you you can't expect like everything there, but uh, definitely most of the stuff uh, get there. But there are cer- certain exceptions. It's because of the technical nature. Heist is a good a good example because the music uh, is very modular. It doesn't make some parts. It doesn't make sense uh, musically on its own. So, like not every piece of uh, heist music is in hideout. Like uh, every single bit of it. Like you don't hear that uh, alert level, no, sorry, uh, countdown um, uh, kind of uh, part there. Hmm. But everything which can be uh, considered as a piece of music, like you know, full boss fight, uh, or especially encamp- encampment music, this is something which, uh, like, uh, I think every single one is there. All the encampment yeah, ones yeah. Are, yeah. Because to be honest, I feel like that's the Pretty much what's supposed to be in a hideout uh, music player. I uh, fully understand that uh, mm-hmm. uh, it's sometimes cool to play boss fight music, but I mean, I mean, I, I would not probably, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> because I, I'm, I'm, I'm cra- because I'm, uh, I'm crazy about uh, uh, music which serve the the purpose. And sure. hideout is pr- yeah. pretty much peaceful, unless uh, someone uh, you know um, create hideout. Uh, uh, The way that it looks so scary, so dramatic that it's actually yeah, cool yeah. to 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 increase uh, that adrenaline. But uh, I uh, 
I'm kind of fan of uh, mostly using hideout uh, music in hideouts, which it's from from encampments. My wife's totally like that. She, like I have the boss music. I I normally have the ascendant theme in my in my hideout, and it's and my wife whenever I'm she's walking by the TV because I'm playing on Xbox. She's like, Why it's so intense? Like it's your hideout. Just relax. I'll listen and, to your wife. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no i just noticed recently though i forget if it was this most recent league or if it was the league prior i i get it all jumbled in my head but there was part of the notes was we've expanded the amount of songs or, or tracks that are in your hideout music player is that something that's continuing until all the boss music is in there or is that just something that people found were missing there always will be something missing right because because of those uh, aspects which i mentioned that something doesn't really work as a piece of music itself. Something is too ambientish, perhaps, or I don't know. There are many reasons to not have every single piece of uh, of, of, of music. But I, I think the selection. I, I hope so. It's quite 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 big. <laughs> it's huge. All right, so we're gonna shift just slightly into. POE2, just because we have some questions, but not details. I know you can't tell us anything yes, unless you really want to. I mean, POE2 was announced a bit ago, but obviously you guys have been dealing with it for a while. But was there a, a change for you with regards to what the type of work you were doing and how much work you were doing when POE2 started mm. to become a, a triple G thing? <laughs> nice. <laughs> I had to think about yeah. it for half a second before I said it. <laughs> uh, I wonder how my colleagues are... Uh, aware uh, about that uh, triple g name <laughs> we don't take credit for it <laughs> yeah i heard this one on, on your podcast uh, lately and i was like yeah <laughs> I, I i guess i was at the gym back then and people just saw me smiling uh, like crazy <laughs> yeah triple g. and anyway uh, so i think that poe <laughs> too you know there's an update on many aspects of the game like I love new model character models. Every, the things are just uh, when you think that something was in, inspiring, then the new thing usually is more inspiring. <laughs> just that progression, and because I really tried to from very beginning make sure that the the things are um, more consistent. There's more planning, really more planning, less less improvisation. Uh, that that really changed. I think with every big expansion, like of course PoE2, it's something way bigger. But uh, just the level of of the depth, uh, the level of uh, planning, uh, just goes uh, higher. Expectation goes higher. I think it's quite progressive. It's not like a, a pretty much a big jump from the beginning. But uh, can you do more with the changes? Like, does your ability were you ever limited with the previous version of the game where you wish you could have added something but the game for I, I don't know how it works in the background but was there something that you couldn't do before maybe path of exile 2 does give you the opportunity to do a little bit more I, I i don't think that i have any limitations you know when you have a games uh strictly single player games uh where you've got everything super scripted a lot of small a uh, very granular uh modules of music and layers you might want uh, to get a perfect perfect tool for that and uh, go, you know, collaborate very closely with everyone to make sure that it really works this way. PoE isn't necessarily that sort of game, but 
we get things more uh, complex now. Uh, I try to, you know, make it more complex, more interesting, not get too far with that, to stay more musically. But I don't feel like I ever had any limitation because I wanted to do something uh, with music and I couldn't. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know, maybe maybe in past, but at this point, I, I don't think so. And uh, when, I'm just kind of curious, when you joined, like you joined with Path of Exile, and I, is there much music left that you didn't write in the current version of Path of Exile? Not much. It's like a few tracks, uh, 10 tracks maybe in total, I think, from different guys, from uh, Andrew, our uh, ex-audio uh, lead and sound designer. Right. What else? From Russell Walder, two tracks. Yeah. From uh, Gauntier, there's two tracks as well. Is there, is it, I, maybe it's not that much different than because you've just been around with Path of Exile for so long, but is there any added pressure now that you're, like you're going into PoE2 and it's all, everything's you? I mean, it kind of has been that way already for Path of Exile for a while, but does that, is there any added pressure now? Do you feel any added pressure with regards to poe2 brand new and everything musically is you yeah there's always that constant level of uh, anxiety and excitement in the same time i think uh yeah yeah definitely but i again i don't think it's uh, this is something extraordinary this is a, this part this is pretty much part of this job uh where you i mean of course if you are like uh if you participate as composer under the the the, the, the music director uh you pretty much uh, just follow certain certain uh, ideas just to try to keep up. And uh, you've got a certain dose of music which you have to do. And in this, this situation, my situation, it's very long-term plan. And that's, mm-hmm. that's quite scary. But, you know, after uh, all these years, feels, I don't, you know, just more like every day. <laughs> And and from awesome. the other hand, you know you pay, you pay price of that for uh, that need for more control. That uh, if if you have more control over uh, the content over over the uh, consistency, you can execute uh, your vision better. I mean, right. it, it, sometimes it works for you, sometimes not. Sometimes it pretty much uh, affects your uh, personal life, which is not good. But trust me, again, when I hear the, about other composers, it's something which always is always there. The market is uh, oversaturated by, by people who want to be composers. And uh, you always right. have to constantly improve, get better, um, be able to, to manage uh, a larger uh, part of the music, make sure that everything is consistent. It's just, just necessary. Uh, it's good, good, good to have that lesson. You know, I, I, I still, it's, it, there's a lot of pressure, but at the same time, I feel like I'm, yeah, I'm in a very friendly environment. It feels like uh, I'm kind of in, in a home in uh, the, so it's a very big family. And that basically helps me to feel less of that pressure and more of that excitement. But you can't eliminate that pressure and anxiety at all. It's really good to hear. You, you actually just kind of mentioned the fact that it's like a big family there. And you had talked previously that you worked a lot with people or that you communicate back and forth quite a bit with people in other departments. Uh, is there a favorite person that you like to work with? <laughs> That's the wrong question. 
Okay. How about the worst? That will go that one then. <laughs> Who's the no, worst? I, I will uh, answer this question differently. So there are people who I have to work and uh, there are people who I just want to work. But usually there are the same people. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, I just like to uh, talk with as many uh, as possible from different different perspective. Well, you know, when when we go uh, with environment, I, I I talk with our uh, environment art director. When we when we when I want to get uh, idea about some some elements uh, of story which I'm not aware, uh, I talk with our writer, and 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 so on. I definitely mm-hmm. work. Uh, I work uh, very close with uh, our audio lead, for sure. Uh, so it's really hard to to, to say. I, I just like to work with them, and that's pretty much pretty much it. And they they make my work easier. That's that's uh, something which I really uh, enjoy. And there's a lot of uh, you cool. know uh, discussion um, and um, like I, I I make music right, but. I like to be involved in uh, other discussions and just maybe, you know, some brainstorm and I can give some ideas about story or something like that. I just enjoy that. Mm -hmm. So are you secretly the most knowledgeable Path of Exile employee? (laughs) Like when they're discussing how to change the tree and what ascendancy changes they need to make or what skills to create, they're like, you know what? We can't decide. I don't know. We got to go ask them. (laughs) You know, it's uh, definitely opposite, right? <laughs> it, <laughs> like uh, sometimes I feel a bit ashamed that uh, I I'm not very good at that stuff. It's again mostly about time and the fact that uh, whenever I get more into that uh, technical things uh, or mechanics or building, I just uh, might lose some perspective of uh, what I'm actually supposed to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely one of the least person uh, to talk about. Uh, okay, how <laughs> how to be efficient uh, uh, in farming? Uh, you know, a shaper or something. You know, it's not 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 my thing at all. I, I guess you guys would like <laughs> so, to talk about that stuff, <laughs> but it's <laughs> we are not in that. I well, I certainly am not either. I I know how to put points in a tree. <laughs> yeah, I think I know that as well. <laughs> <laughs> See, there we go. And the tr- and the tree is very big. Uh, we're just kind of curious. A lot of people obviously stream Path of Exile, and for quite a while, I know there was a big change that happened with Twitch with regards to people being able to stream their own like music playing. They're not allowed to do that anymore. Did it ever bother you or affect you that uh, you know you kind of answered this in the last video as a joke, but that people mute the music or were muting the music or like if you go back really far there were issues on the performance side which i've not experienced in a long time with regards to having music playing but does it ever bother you that people are you know, sometimes muting the music so the perf- performance thing if you think about music as a single track usually uh when the music is interactive it's mostly uh one segment after another it's rather not the layer um layers idea where you've got like a five of them six of them or even more so there's one source of music one source of uh, audio uh, so i don't think this affect performance in, in the way that it would be significant significant really okay. uh, I, I i'm not an, an expert trust me <laughs> the least person to, to, to ask about it but uh, this is pretty much uh, logical 
uh, when you have like a one. So it was a conspiracy no, theory. No, I don't think it's conspiracy. It's more like, okay, so uh, let's say that uh, some people think that the audio that affect per performance. So there's some music as well. Let's just mute everything and I'll just keep uh, item uh, alert. What's the name of it? Fil- filter. Filter, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Filter, Let, yeah. let's keep mm-hmm. this, this one because this is necessary thing. And uh, yeah. I, I don't have I really don't have a strong opinion on the, about that. Uh, I just can tell you that uh, from logical point of view, uh, music supposed to not affect performance, not at all, but not the way that it would be significant at any at any way. When you, uh, yeah. In the video, it was actually a great end to that Path of Exile two video where he kind of threw a, a yeah. question at you right <laughs> at the end about uh, people muting the music, but. What I mentioned to Tyler when I was looking at the comments, I actually noticed that you had responded to somebody who, you know, people were obviously saying, you don't mute the music. It's amazing. It's incredible, yeah. which is true. And you actually made a really good point of saying, look, if if it, it's getting repetitive, then sometimes that's why you mute the music. Like it's not personal against the music. It's just if you're constantly farming this one yeah. zone, you might you might turn yeah, it down. That question, uh, I, I was com- I was completely got uh, caught off guard. Uh, <laughs> and my yeah my reaction <laughs> uh, the thing is uh, i mute music as well <laughs> so but the, the, when you play the game first time right i think this is how we as developers intend to show you the game it's everything is like consistent so at least supposed to be and it's like one uh, full uh product one full you know, organism, uh, which uh, when you just take one uh, part of it, you know, for some people, music might be uh, not necessary, I think, uh, to keep from the very beginning. But uh, it just, I think it's just good to try. Like, from my perspective, music lover and composer, it probably does not count. Uh, And I I play every single player, player game with music on all the time. But uh, when it comes to the when it comes to games like PoE, when you spend much more time, uh, you you farm. Like I, I have to confess that I I, I listen to podcasts when I when I farm. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I like exactly. I like to be efficient. Uh, you know, I like to do a few things at at once. I I really don't mind uh, uh, that some people actually do the same. That's absolutely normal. Just give it a try uh, at, the, at the beginning, especially when there is a new content, which is very much uh, mm-hmm. focused on story. Right. I mean, it's, uh, yeah, like with PoE2, for instance. Give it a, give, give it a try. <laughs> oh, it sounds awesome so far. Just a little bit we've gotten to hear. When you need a break from all this PoE stuff, you mentioned like what you used to listen to to make you fall asleep when you were younger. What do you what do you listen to when you're trying to escape from POE land? Mm. Or do you never escape? <laughs> uh, I don't escape. I don't have to. <laughs> I think I, I think it's that's good. After uh, many years of working with the picture, you just need to be able to switch uh, off sometimes. I listen to a lot of stuff. The, the problem is that sometimes I, I get that thing of uh, finding the reference instead of just enjoying the music. Like, mm. okay, let's add this to this specific playlist. Might be useful, you know. But uh, I, I listen to 
I'm very much a soundtrack guy. So because in the soundtrack, you pretty much you, you can find every single genre. Like when you listen to soundtrack from, from Django, this is pretty much a, mostly songs. But uh, like I, many times I find my, uh, my favorite songs because I watched a movie or I played games uh, and I hear that, that song in credits or in cutscene. That's about uh, songs. I, sometimes I explore some, uh, some, uh, uh, different, some specific genres like uh, synthwave or some other stuff uh, from EDM or some rock stuff, I don't know. Uh, some stuff like like uh, Nine Inch Nails. Uh, this is something which I, I, <laughs> I listen for my pleasure and for a reference uh, as well. It's just, uh, I'd like, I like to combine those two things, like uh, listen just something which, which gives, me, gives me a lot of joy and uh, also can, can be useful. <laughs> now, feedback can come in a lot of different forms uh, in POE and music seems to have always had positive feedback like it's like every other department can get good praise but very negative feedback but music's music's always positive do you ever rub it in your co-workers faces <laughs> that you have the safest department in the poe land i see you say best questions for the very end <laughs> right <laughs> no, to be honest when you think about this objectively music is um the easiest thing to to impress the the reason for that is simple because it's it's a asset which works outside of the game has its own life and uh it's highly subjective whether music is good or not when something doesn't work or uh i don't know like certain animation or something it's 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 more uh, it's easier to actually say okay this doesn't work and in, in case of music, it just also it's more difficult to to judge that stuff. And I I think you know if you like a few pieces of of, of music, then you are more uh, likely to like another one after that uh, from the same composer. I I try to just make a I try to make as good as good music as possible. But like it's not your opinion can can't. Uh, be fully objective uh, whether the new piece of music is uh, is great or not because if you say that you like like the last 10 uh, tracks that you've got like a 50 50 boost to to the, to the 11 one you know it just uh, the 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 wave sure. of of hype uh, it just uh, goes on and i really i'm so grateful and i appreciate all uh, good uh, feedback uh, just it's difficult to compare music specifically to other content uh the way that okay music has a good feedback uh, uh again and i mean i i see my colleagues how, how they uh, work hard and, and how difficult it is to fix some stuff uh how game became big and uh, how ambitious uh just and a different schedule like uh for me i i can work from the very beginning as i said it gives me more joy and all that stuff. And maybe it also affects music as well. But not everyone can work so from the very beginning. It's, you know, it's a chain of production when you are blocked and then you suddenly, uh, you've got very limited time. It's a bit more difficult to, 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 to have some, something, to make something uh, very decent. And uh, I think hmm. it's, yeah, 
I don't know, just just other stuff. Uh, it's is I think it's easier to criticize. Now I'm going to sneak this question in here before we ask you our last question here, but I'm I'm going out on a limb because you're a standard player, and that's yeah. So, do you play on PC or console? <laughs> there is a correct answer. Yes. A correct I know answer. you guys uh, have a different answers for that. Well, Tyler, the best answer is obviously both. No, at the, at the, that's the recommended <laughs> answer. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well. As long as you've touched it on okay, console, uh, that's fine. If I can tell you. Controller in I your can hand, tell you great. what is my experience with uh, PoE in this in this way. So uh, I've been always a PC player, and the games like Diablo uh, and uh, PoE obviously uh, works better for me on PC. But I was really amazed uh, how the PS4 version works and how how much fun you can have. And because I because I work a lot and. Uh, after I finish my work, I I'm not very happy to you know go with PC again because I use PC for my work. Uh, so uh, sure. just um, big screen, uh, comfortable uh, uh, couch, uh, and then uh, then uh, just pad. It it makes sense uh, for me, and I like them both from diff- for different uh, uh, things. Like if I want to play uh, alone um, and just en- enjoy. Uh, small aspects i i would probably play on console and if i want to play more uh competitive and with some 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 friends i would go with pc uh, but i i'm not saying that you can do opposite <laughs> yeah that, that's a perfect answer <laughs> no i get what you're trying to say i get what you're it's trying to say PC <laughs> answer pc is dead no 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 no, 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 no no i, 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 I keep playing yeah. uh, I I read read most of my uh high level characters on pc I'm just twisting your words for my preference. (laughs) Uh, So last question for you, but this one's the most important. So don't screw it up. Do you have a Path of Exile tattoo? If you do, what is it? If you don't, what would it be? I don't. And I have no plan to have any tattoo. (laughs) That's a correct answer. Easy. I mean, mean, if if I have to choose, I don't know. There's a million things to make. It's an impossible yeah. question. We expect an answer, yeah. though. I, I mean, if I would have tattoo, it would be something uh, focused on more um, symmetric shape instead of uh, just having a nice, I don't know, face of someone, but placed uh, poorly. Uh, I, don't, I don't know, to be honest. Maybe some symbols, mm. I don't know, on both arms or something, and nicely uh, placed... Mm, but I don't know. I, I'm not very much into tattoos. All right. Well, hey, listen, we don't want to take much more of your time up. We really appreciate you giving us some time on your Sunday and uh, hanging out with us for a bit. It was really, really cool yeah, to chat with you. Huge thanks, pleasure. Thanks, thanks to having me here. Thank you very much, uh, Camille. Um, everybody knows who you are. You'll be linked. We'll put your information down below, but everybody knows who you are and where to find you. But Twitter, what's the best place? Twitter, YouTube? I guess Twitter. Yeah, because you upload music to the to your YouTube channel, but it, is it ever up there before it goes out through the Poe channel? Uh, not really. I mean, there's specific specific way of um, idea to to upload music on YouTube. It's it's always uh, released content, something which you can expect uh, from supporter pack. Yeah, I guess that's pretty much. Sometimes we might have a uh, some sort of a preview 
um, which is like an official one, a fully official one uh, from um, PoE, like we did uh, with the uh, latest track from Heist. But usually it's a right, release yep. content uh, with some uh, after some some delay, and then after that, that uh, it got uh, get to the SoundCloud as well. Sweet. All right, well, yeah, we'll link it below, but thank you again. Huge thanks from uh, both of My us pleasure. and everybody listening for giving us some time to chat. And uh, yeah, we will catch you again sometime. Thank you so much, Camille, for joining Tyler and I today uh, on Forever Exiled. We had a blast chatting with you, and thank you for everybody listening. This has been Forever Exiled, the Path of Exile podcast episode question mark. This is Justin, a.k.a. Tags. <laughs> and I'm Tyler, Wrecker of Days. We will uh, catch our Patreons in After Dark and everybody else. We'll see you in the next episode. We have a website, foreverexiled.com, Twitter, foreverexiled82. We have a Discord link, a Patreon link, and you can find additional information for finding Camille and bugging him through Twitter, if you will. And uh, yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. Camille doesn't know this, but we've nicknamed him the Tingler. <laughs> <laughs>